Welcome to Nutrition Grad Guide. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I created this podcast to help nutrition grads just like you navigate your way into a career and a life that you love. In each episode, I'm going to bring you interviews with experts in the nutrition and health field, exploring a range of different career pathways. We'll learn about what they do, how they got there, and their advice to help you grow a successful career as a nutritionist or a natural health professional. Thank you for tuning in. This week's guest on the podcast is Tris Alexandra, who is a nutrition student, soon to be fully qualified, who's already making amazing progress at building her career in the industry um, and inspiring many people daily. I know I'm one of those. I love following along her journey and seeing what she's doing. Um, So I'm really excited to talk to her today, talk about how she's going finishing her studies um, and what her plans are for the future and how she's already gotten an amazing head start on her career. So thank you so much for joining me today, Tris. It's great to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. um, Thanks for having me. My pleasure. So let's get started by talking a little bit about how you got into the nutrition space and what drew you to it. Yeah, definitely. Um, My journey from nutrition actually started from a couple of different angles. um, And it started many, many years before I actually started studying nutrition. Um, So in my early 20s, I was diagnosed with PCOS, so polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, And I just had, um, so I had the PCOS, I had acne and and gut issues, and I had chronic fatigue. um, And I, um, I went and saw a doctor and kind of went through the whole, um, you know, was given a, a range of um, medication options and um, recommended to go um, on the oral contraceptive pill. Yeah. Um, so I did that and just found that I wasn't feeling great. I wasn't feeling my best. And I'm, I've always been that person, that kind of, um, that curious person that asks why. So in my mind, I was like, why have I got this? What's going on? What is it? How can I fix it? And I had all these questions. So I started doing a little bit of my own research and and came across, um, you know, that diet and lifestyle changes can have an impact um, on PCOS and on yeah. and all these things that I was experiencing. So, um, yeah, so I started researching into nutrition and, and different things there. And I actually ended up going to see um, a naturopath. And that was kind of like my first exposure into like natural therapy and um, the first time that I really saw how much of an impact that nutrition and lifestyle and of course like herbal medicine can have um, on your health and on on different like symptoms and things that I was experiencing. Um, And I just kind of, yeah, started to like develop this real interest in nutrition and started to research more and more and I was finding myself even like reading like nutrition textbooks and things like that so yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that was that was a really interesting journey like um I sort of went through that whole um like healing journey and it took um it took time like it took quite a while um and then um years later like a, a completely different kind of angle that again interests me in nutrition. I found myself um, on this um, journey of um, competing in fitness competitions. Yeah. Um, so like that bodybuilding, like women's um, style fitness competitions. And so then I sort of saw nutrition from that other side of like how it can impact like athletic performance and body composition and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so completely different, like completely different side of it again, but it really kind of 
um, I guess, sparked my interest in nutrition and food. And it was actually through, um, like sounds weird, but it was actually through doing all my meal prepping and things for that, that I started really enjoying cooking and trying different foods and experimenting with like herbs and spices and different flavors to like make my meals more exciting, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so two very, very um, different sides, but both um, really got me interested in um, nutrition. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I started thinking about studying nutrition and whether I should study nutrition. But at this stage, I was kind of, I was in my late 20s. I was like, well, I'm not married. I don't have kids yet. I've already established a career, um, you know, on a complete other path. Do I study? Like, do I, at this stage, turn everything around and, and start something new and start again? Because by the time I finish studying, I'm going to be, you know, in my 30s. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that kind of played on my mind for a little while. Mm-hmm. And um, then I just bit the bullet and went, you know what, I, I love this. It's something that I think about all the time. It's something that I'm living and breathing now. Um, and I've got such a long um, career ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like, why not follow this passion? Because I know that um, I know that for me, it had such a huge impact on my life, and I wanted to be able to share that with other people and have an impact on other people's lives. So yeah. that's what got me into it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's such a cool story. Yeah. And you can tell like how passionate you are, and you can really see that you are meant to be doing this. And I'm sure you've never looked back since. Absolutely. Taking that plunge. <laughs> yep, definitely. Yeah, definitely. It was. Um, it, it kind of felt like a risky decision at the time but then um but yeah I definitely have absolutely no regrets (laughs) yeah sometimes those risky decisions are like the most life-changing ones in the best possible way so yeah yeah, good on you for taking the plunge and yeah you're on the right (laughs) path by the sounds of it absolutely yeah (laughs) so you're studying at southern school do you want to tell us a little bit about your time there and where you are in your studies and how you found it yeah, yep. So I'm, um, yes, yeah, so I'm doing a Bachelor of Health Science in Nutritional Medicine. Yeah. Um, I actually, it was actually a decision between kind of doing nutrition and naturopathy when yep. I started. Okay. Um, because I do love like herbal medicine. Mm-hmm. The reason why I chose nutrition is because I feel that um, food is kind of like that base um, foundation of, you know, creating a healthy lifestyle and um, it makes, yeah. um, you know, such a difference, like our, the nutrients that we eat um, have such an impact on the way our body functions. So that's yeah. kind of why I went with food. And I also just kind of felt that, you know, we don't get a lot of nutrition as education growing up. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that, yeah, that's something that I really wanted to um, to share with people. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the reason why I chose nutrition. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Southern School, um, I've had a great experience there. Yeah. I started... Um, I started doing, I was, I was working full-time and studying part-time when I first started my degree or through most of my degree, really. Yeah. Um, and that's, it can be really, really challenging and it means a lot of like self-motivation and time management and <laughs> um, it can be quite tiring finding the time, yeah. um, but definitely worth it. Yeah. Um, and then as I've gotten towards the end of my degree now, um, so I've completed all my subjects and just finishing off my clinic practical. Yeah. Which I love, absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so now I'm more part-time work, part-time study, part-time 
my own side hustle yeah. <laughs> part of a little bit of everything so yeah nearly nearly finished like the light is it I can see the light at the end of the tunnel so <laughs> close yeah and the clinic part is some of the most fun part of the mm. course as well so it's good that that's what you've got left and you're still so passionate and really enjoying it and excited to be out in the world yes absolutely yeah <laughs> um so you mentioned you were working full-time studying part-time mm-hmm. and it is it can be hard to juggle both what did mm. you find got you through that and what helped you put that time aside and study while you already had a full schedule with the full-time work and even now that you do have your side hustle as well you've sort of got a lot going on how do you keep going yeah definitely I think um I think firstly self-care is really important so um like I always make sure I have like healthy nourishing meals because I could not get through my days and my weeks without it and for a lot of people I think you know um you know we're all quite busy so I think that that is really important Mm -hmm. something I find really beneficial official is um time blocking like my day or my week so planning out when I'm going to do study but also even like if I've got a whole day of study I'll actually time block what exactly I'm going to be doing in those hours so I might go okay I'm going to set aside one or two hours to research for this particular assignment or I'm going to set aside this amount of time to listen to my online lectures Um, so I find that really um, effective in that it keeps you on track yeah. and it kind of stops you from getting into that procrastination which we can do um, there's been many times where I've procrastinated and ended up you know cooking or baking instead <laughs> but um, yeah I find time blocking really effective yeah I've yeah. actually heard that's better than having a to-do list so you're doing it the right way <laughs> okay cool yeah. good to listen to a really interesting <laughs> podcast about and he's like to-do lists oh. are the wrong way because you're putting too much pressure on yourself yep. if you don't tick off the million things because yep. we all know you can never get through your entire to-do list is always going to be more absolutely yeah. <laughs> whereas if you time block like what you're doing you set that aside you do that and you've done the thing so you feel accomplished even if you didn't get through all the things that would have been on your to-do list yeah yeah, that's a really good it's great to have someone who is an advocate for that (laughs) awesome and it can be hard like like the part-time work and study um it can be really hard and it can be really draining so um actually the other thing I would definitely say is prioritize your sleep Mm -hmm. um I know that it can be really hard when you're trying to jam in um so (laughs) much work but um like I know that if I don't get um you know I mean, I like to get seven to eight hours sleep, but anything under six and I don't function properly at all, um, no matter yeah. how much coffees that I've had. Um, it's not quite the same. <laughs> no. So I find that um, if you prioritise your sleep, you're um, you're going to be a lot more um, effective when you're actually working. You're gonna Your brain's going to work a lot better. Yeah, that's brilliant advice and I 100% agree with that. It's so important <laughs> to look after ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So... How's your career progressed to date? So obviously you're still studying, but tell us Mm -hmm. a little bit about the jobs that you've had um, and how you went from working full time to now developing your side hustle and a little bit about your career journey so far. Yeah, so I guess I started, um, I decided to start like writing. I had a a blog and um, website and Instagram that I started um, quite early on. Mm -hmm. And when I first started that, it was very, I I didn't put a lot of time into it. I could only kind of, it it was just kind of came second to work and to study. So when I had the time, I would, you know, maybe write an article or share some recipes. Um, And it was really helpful in the sense that every time I wrote an article, it meant that I was doing a little bit of extra research research into that topic and I was learning that skill of being able to write um you know when we learn we learn you know really quite high level scientific 
um, yeah. information. So being able to translate that information in a way that was um, relatable and other people could understand. Yeah. So it was really helpful in that sense. Um, and then as time went on and I, I had the chance to be able to reduce my work hours recently, so I started working part-time, I was able to kind of increase the amount of time I could spend on my website and on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I started, um, yeah, started sharing more recipes and had the opportunity to, or had some companies reach out to me and some brands reach out to do some recipe development for them, um, which is a lot of fun. So yeah, Yeah. so I had that opportunity to write recipes and articles um, and even be um, like an ambassador for a couple of different products. So that kind of, yeah, kind of started, um, started my, I guess my side hustle and, and, you know, is going to help me into the future, I guess. But yeah, yeah, that all, that just came from having that website and having that Instagram and just starting to put stuff out there, even if it wasn't, you know, the perfect website that I started with or the perfect, you know, Instagram and all these um, things. It was just, just starting that enabled those opportunities. Yeah, I think that's so incredible and really inspiring that you had started this and you're already doing it before you've graduated because I know so many people are a bit more hesitant to start putting themselves out there until they have that degree. Yeah. But it's just such a good example of why you should go out there and should start doing what you want to do and setting those really great foundations for the second you graduate and you can take on even more. Yeah, definitely. Um, like yeah, I, yeah. I think it's really helpful and it also helps your confidence. Like I yeah. find even um, like with my Instagram when I first started sharing videos on stories and things like that and putting myself out there it can be really hard and it can be really intimidating um, to put yourself out there and I know when I started like I I would do videos and I would um, you know there was probably so many videos that I just deleted and never even made it onto my stories but um, it was a difficult thing to do to start with and I felt really awkward about it but the more I did it the more confident I became in it and the easier it became and so I think it's just if if that's the pathway that you want to go down and you you do want to share um you know have a website or an instagram and share that kind of content it's a great way to put yourself out there um but just start and you will grow and you'll evolve um from there and i'm sure like i'm sure i'll change my website and change the way i do things and improve things as i go along i have no doubt um and uh, but just starting was really helpful yeah, no, that's really good advice and we will always continue to evolve. We're never going to be at that pinnacle level unless we try and practice and, yeah, change and grow as we go along. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah awesome. Um, so the way we met was through your past job at Cobram Estate. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about that? Because I think while it's not necessarily a nutrition job, it was one in the field that I think people will learn a lot from um, your experience there. Yeah, definitely. So I was really fortunate to um, – the way that job actually came about was I was invited to one of their um, their the Cobram Estate events as a um, as an influencer, as a flu- food blogger. So again, yeah. through having my website – Um, and yeah and so I went out to one of their events and um, got to see their um, olive harvest and um, you know hear all about the the health benefits of extra virgin olive oil and I absolutely loved the company and I loved the way I love their philosophies and and the way that they um, they did things and and loved the product as well yeah and an opportunity came up um, in as a PR and events coordinator 
And I actually, I had a little bit of experience in events, but didn't have a background in PR. But um, after meeting with them, um, you know, I was offered this position, which was just incredible. Um, And I got to work with a really great team, um, really great marketing team as well. And some of the skills I learned in that role is just has been so valuable um, for me as well. And I, yeah. I saw the other side of, I guess, um, of working within um, a brand and a company that would then reach out to um, nutritionists and influencers and things. So I got to see that other other side of it, yeah. as well as being able to network and connect um, with other people in the industry. So that was really really valuable, and I met um, I met a lot of great people through that Um, and you know we got to run um, I got to run a lot of um, events for um, Cobram Estate and yeah and meet people through that way so yeah Yeah, sounds like such (laughs) an incredible role and I'm sure even everything you did learn not only is it so valuable in building your character and your skills but Mm -hmm. it will be so um, integral to your own business yeah all that PR side of it and events as well if you ever did want to organize any workshops and all that sort of stuff yeah definitely and the other thing it really taught me was the importance of um, networking Um, I think that's just um, so invaluable like being able to put yourself out there and and go out to um, events and to workshops and um, and other opportunities that you have to network with people in the industry is so important. Yeah. Um, it means you get to chat with people in the industry and see what they're doing. And, um, you know, you never know where, you know, you might meet someone one day and you never know how, how that opportunity is going to play out later on um, down the track or... Um, yeah, so I think that's really, really important. Yeah, even the way that you got the job, like mm-hmm. you found out about it through going along to one of their events, networking, and then yeah. later got the job. I think that just shows how important going to events and networking and all that can be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Do you find that any other opportunities came from that? Like, did you get any other um, sort of jobs out of that? Um or from like any of the people you met along the way yeah look actually some of the people that I've met um I've stayed um connected with yeah some of the people in the industry and I've then either um gone to their events and and been able to network with other people there um and had um opportunities through there so yeah it's it's definitely a really really great um yeah, definitely important to take up any opportunities for networking that you can. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and it's such a close-knit industry as well and I think yeah. it's great to, um, you know, even even as like if I think about um, in the future um, for myself as a practitioner, you know, I want to be able to have this network of people that I can um, talk to if I need to for, you know, for anything, for resources or information or, you know, if I was yeah. stuck on something, you've got this network of people that you can um, – or even, you know, to do like um, – to collaborate with other people and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah, collaboration and like referral networks and all yeah. of that. Like there's so many beautiful things that can come from relationships in the industry. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so what would you say your plans are once you do graduate by the end of this year? What are you thinking? Like, what's your vision for the future and where do you plan on going from here? Oh, I have <laughs> so many goals for the future. Yeah. <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> no, um, look, to like, I think my biggest, my biggest vision um, and the reason why I started in the first place is to have a positive impact um, on other people. Yeah. I just think that 
being able to um, help improve someone's life through improving their health and their happiness is just so rewarding and that's the reason why I got into it. So that's kind of, I guess, no matter what I do, that's going to be my overarching vision is to um, to improve other people's lives and, and to be able to help other people. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I would love to um, work as a practitioner. Mm-hmm. I went into the Greek the, to my degree, um, wanting to be a practitioner. Um, But I did keep an open mind and kind of looked at other options in the industry and other things that were um, other opportunities that would be available. But I kind of kept coming back to that and going, no, I really just want to work with people one-on-one. So I think I'd like to, yeah, I I would like to do that maybe one or two days a week to work in a clinic space and and work one-on-one with um, patients and um, and build that side of my business. Yeah. Um, I'd also love to do um, run like events, whether that be like women's um, wellness events and and different types of workshops like that. Um, I do like variety, so I'd like to do a few <laughs> different things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still love doing recipe development, so if that yeah. opportunity keeps presenting itself with um, with other brands and things, then yeah, continuing to do that. Yeah. And then eventually, eventually down the track, once I've got some sort of experience in the industry and, and more experience that I can offer, um, I would love to be able to lecture in unis. So. Yeah, I've had, I just had um, some incredible lecturers over the years. So, um, and I've always loved education. um, So I'd love to go back and and be a lecturer in nutrition. Yeah, that all sounds so cool. It sounds like a brilliant mix of exciting things. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) a little bit scary. Sometimes I think when you, when you outwardly say what your goals are, you're like, oh goodness, yeah, that's (laughs) quite a few, quite a few things that I want to tick off my list there. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, they're all very achievable and I'm sure you'll do amazing in all of those. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, and that reminds me, actually, you already do some recipe development and you sell some of your own products on your website. Do you want to talk yeah. a little bit about what it's been like developing your own products and meal plans to sell to people? Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I've just, yeah, recently um, launched a couple of different um, e-books and, um, and meal plans and the whole idea behind my recent one, it's like a, a two-week dinner meal plan and the idea was to help people overcome that like decision fatigue with getting like healthy dinners on the table um, and also um, you know the recipes are six ingredients or less 20 minutes or less so kind of really helping people get those quick healthy dinners um, on the table and have it all planned out for them so they don't have to think about it so that was the idea behind it and then I just kind of um, yeah just that was the my initial idea and I just rolled with it and went, okay, let's sit down and write this and plan it out and, um, and put it out there. And again, it was, it was a little bit daunting putting something out there when you, when you first do and you're like, oh gosh, is anyone going to respond to this? Is it going to be the right thing? But, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely, and it was definitely a learning curve, but it was, it was a great experience and, and, um, yeah, I feel like I've got a lot more ideas in me to come. Yeah, <laughs> exciting. And it seems like it was really well received as well. So congratulations on all your hard oh, work thank and you. yeah, for bringing that to life. I know it's not necessarily easy to take those plunges. As you said, it can be really daunting, but yeah, yeah it's amazing. And you're helping so many people by doing so. so oh, thank you. <laughs> so when it comes to your food photography and your recipe development, um, mm-hmm. you, like your photos and everything are amazing. What would you say are some tips you have for people who do want to develop their skills in the recipe development and food photography space? Yeah, um, I would definitely not consider myself a food photographer by any means. <laughs> they look really pretty, your <laughs> Thank photos. You. you do very well. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, and again, I would definitely say that 
my photos have developed over time. Yeah. But <laughs> I would say, look, if you're if you're wanting to do that, um, especially like the food photography, I find that for me that um, quite difficult. I, I'm not a photographer at all. So yeah. um, I did uh, look. Google can be your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> Go onto Google, onto YouTube, um, learn some. Um, you know, have a look at some videos on uh, different photography skills, even things like lighting and angles and things like that can make such a big, big difference. Um, And um, there's plenty of really great YouTube videos that you can learn those kind of skills on. Um, You know, you don't have to go out and do some really big, long, expensive photography course. um, But that is, I found that really helpful. Um, I would also say like I I started out actually using like um, uh, a um, camera, like a a DSLR camera. Yep. Um, And I found that um, I was, you know, I was trying to play with all the different settings and things on that. And I'd find that really difficult just getting the right lighting and stuff like that. I actually now use my iPhone. I know that probably sounds (laughs) terrible, but I think the new iPhones now and the new phones that we have now have quite good cameras on them. And I actually, my husband's actually quite into photography. Um, not a photographer, but he does quite like photos. And one of his favourite quotes from a photographer is, the best camera that you can own is the one in your hand. So I think that was kind of like a great um, quote and a great moment where I was like, okay, well, I think using my iPhone um, is going to be okay. Um, And, yeah, it definitely works. So I think, yeah, there's there's definitely plenty of um, uh, videos and things that you can watch online that can help with those kind of skills um same with the recipe development um Mm -hmm. have a play in the kitchen you're not always going to get things right there's so many recipes that I've done that just haven't quite worked out um so have a play have a look around at other recipe books and have a look online try different recipes and then tweak them and turn them into your own like um your own you'll, you'll always put your own kind of spin on things um when you're practicing recipes and trialing them out. So yeah. yeah, I'd say that's probably the best way to get into it. Yeah, that's really good advice. Do you find it's gotten easier as you've practiced as well and as you have gotten in the kitchen and gotten creative and Yeah, definitely. You start yeah. to th- I think the more you practice, the more you understand different flavours that work together and yeah. um different ways. So when I first started, for example, I didn't really have a lot of experience in baking. Um I used yeah. to do a lot of cooking, like main meals, but not really so much baking. And that's like a whole another science (laughs) um so the more that you practice that the more you understand how you know doughs should look and muffin mixes should look and things like that so you can um you can experiment more I guess yeah yeah Yeah, amazing Mm -hmm. um so what would you say a typical day in your current life is looking like so between work studying and running your business yeah yeah there's a typical day (laughs) there's not a typical day necessarily um it's a juggle between all but I do like I said before I do time block so I have certain days well for example now I'm in um, nutrition clinic two days a week so I that time is um is blocked to um, to the clinic. Yep. And then outside of that, yeah, I time block again. So I've got, you know, days that I work part-time, um, certain days that I'll spend a certain amount of hours and it might be even a couple of hours, um, you know, each evening that I dedicate to study if I need to. Yep. Um, certain times like on um, a weekend that I'll dedicate to um, study or to writing a blog article or to recipe development. So it's just about working out um, or forward planning, I guess, my week 
what I need to get done and how much time I need to dedicate to those different things and then yeah. um, planning that out. Yeah. yeah. Really I'm good. big on planning. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have to be, especially yeah. as you are juggling multiple things. It's yeah. so valuable and important to be organised and know what you're doing when. And Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. And I love also how you link your studying and your like writing articles. I think mm-hmm. that's a really good piece of advice for everyone because mm-hmm. it's such a great way, as you mentioned before, how you are sort of learning it from the scientific perspective, but then you're going back and you're putting it into layman's terms. Yeah. But it's a brilliant way to cement that into your mind and you have to do it for uni anyway so you may as well multi-purpose it and use it for your business and your growth as well yeah definitely and I think the other thing that's really helpful with that is if you are going to go down the pathway of becoming a practitioner those kind of blog articles and the recipes that you're creating and things like that they then also become your resources for your patients so I would say like a really big piece of advice for anyone wanting to become a practitioner and I'm sure it's something that you're you'll learn in your uni degree as well but um, start building your resources early start building those recipes and um, and articles and um, you know resources for your patients and repurpose them into content for your website or your Instagram so you can use it across um, all of those and it's really helpful yeah that's a really good tip and I wish someone had told me that before I started (laughs) clinic because I remember getting to clinic and being like oh wow I have to build a resource folder now yes (laughs) and that was still in uni so imagine if getting that huge head start while you are there and then once you're out in the world you've got so much to draw back on yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm still constantly building that yeah. and I'm sure I still will for many, many, well, for my entire career. But yeah. if you have that base, it can make it just that little bit easier. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what would you say you attribute your success to to date? Um, perseverance. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. A little bit of grit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's going to definitely be challenges and ups and downs with studying and with starting a new um, career or starting anything. Um, But I think you've got to, um, yeah, just persevere through those challenges, work through those challenges, know that when something difficult comes up that you're going to learn from that and it's going to make you um, stronger and you're going to learn skills from that um, that is going to be beneficial for the future. Um, I always, I'm such a glass half full person. I always try and see a positive even out of a difficult situation. And that can be hard sometimes. Um, But I find that really helpful um, in, yeah, in continuing and kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of, especially when you've, you know, you're studying and you you just want to finish or, or, you know, it could be really sometimes with studying, you know, you can just be exhausted and, um, you know, need to get something done and that, yeah, keeping that kind of positive mindset can be really helpful yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and what would you say success means to you um you know it's funny if you asked me years ago I would have thought of success as having this you know wildly successful career and you know all these different goals that I have in my career and of course that is definitely definitely still um still a goal of mine but I think success for me now is actually finding and it's something that I don't think we necessarily find, but it's, it's something that we strive for is having that um, balance between enjoying life and achieving the goals that you want to achieve, having that kind of work-life balance. So I think success for me will, will be um, being able to have a career that I love, being able to help people in my career, but then also having um, balancing that out 
with um, doing other things in life that I really love. Yeah, no, that's important to bring in that good balance. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's great. I remember at the start you said how your vision is to positively impact people mm-hmm. um, and that ties into your success there, but it's great because you're already on that path and even through everything you share on social media and what you're currently doing, you're already ticking those boxes and doing an incredible job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. Uh, so what would you say is one mindset shift necessary to have a successful career? Um, I, I would definitely say um, staying positive yeah. um, is definitely really important. I think, yeah, kind of just bringing it back to what I said before, having yeah. that positivity, having that grit to work through um, difficult um, I guess challenging yeah situations um, yeah. will definitely kind of get you through. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And do you have any tips for when you are feeling down and or you are going through a particularly challenging time and how do you keep going and what reminds you why you're doing it and gets you through? I'm very lucky that I'm very blessed to have a really great support network, I think. So having like family and friends and a partner around me that really kind of um, supports everything that I do. And I think that's, I'm very, very blessed for that. Mm -hmm. Um, I find sometimes even... Um, getting out in nature and doing a little bit of self-care or getting yeah getting out in nature for me is really helpful Um, it just kind of resets me grounds me makes me realize what's important um, in life not to sweat the small stuff Um, yeah yeah so I find that that is is really helpful yeah I think that's important and that that actually can tie us really well into the next question which I think Mm -hmm. we've touched on a little bit but we can do it in one little um, bite-sized chunk Mm mm-hmm so in nutrition, we're in the business of helping others. But what yep. would you say, um, what is important to you to prioritise in terms of your health and well-being, so that you can help other people as well? So I would say, yeah, self-care um, is really, really important. So for me, yep. that means um, daily movements, whether that be, you know, getting a workout in or taking my dog out for a walk, um, just moving the body, I think can be really important, really energizing, um, a really good, um, nice way to, yeah, have some self-care practice. Um, sleep is really important for me. As I said before, I don't function (laughs) well, um, without enough sleep. And I think that that affects our mood and affects our productivity. So, um, yes, definitely prioritizing sleep, um, having healthy, nourishing meals, I would not be able to get through my day if I (laughs) didn't have all those healthy meals um, to energize me. And then again, yeah, time with family and friends um, just for that support, that grounding. Um, You know, I find that, yeah, they kind of – at times when I, uh, you know, you kind of sometimes lose that self-confidence or lose that self-belief, you know, having friends and family around you can really like boost you up. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. And all really good tips. And I love that it's all very holistic as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So do you think you have that like a bit of a background in sort of the more um, competing and sports nutrition and all of that? Do you Mm -hmm. think you're going to bring any of that into your style of practicing or any of your future offerings or is... That's sort of something you consider? Yeah, I, I've really um, thought about this a lot, whether there's like an area that I really wanted to sort of specialise in or really target. And I yep. love, um, I really love women's health. That's kind of, yep. I mean, that's a really big reason why I got into this as well. Yeah. Um, and I do love the sports nutrition side. So I'm, I'm still kind of undecided whether I will just really focus on one or whether I will kind of um, just see what, what patients come to me and who will come to me um, for different things. Um, Something that's important to me is I don't really have a specific um, way of eating or or diet 
that I follow that or that I think that other people should follow. What I really want to do is to be able to um, optimize people's nutrition and and lifestyle in a way that's going to be suitable for them. So, you know, whether that be um, if someone did come to me for sports nutrition, yeah, we can optimize it that way. But Mm -hmm. I, I guess it's, yeah, really dependent on the person that comes to me. Yeah, and that's so good because we are all individuals and it's so important not to forget that and start labelling things or, yeah, always coming from like a biased perspective almost. Yeah. So I love that you are very like all-encompassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, if you could recommend one book for every listener to read, what would it be and why? <laughs> this is a hard one. I've read a lot of books and I read a lot of podcasts and I would actually say um, for anyone studying, and I know it's difficult to find the time, but um, go out and read um, books or listen to podcasts um, and take on that kind of um, any opportunities you can for further learning because I think yeah. we should treat our and, and as fantastic as our degrees are, I think we should treat them as a foundation um, and a way for us to, um, to see what other areas that we're interested in or further study that we want to do. So I think that's actually really important, um, just yeah. reading reading books and things. I've read a lot of books within my interest of, say, like women's health and um, even like I love like the circadian biology. So I've read like The Circadian Code by Dr. Sachin Panda. Oh, um, I've read a lot of women's health books. Um, and one I would actually say, and it's not, it's not a sp- around a specific area of nutrition, but if you're interested in um, practicing in nutrition or working with people with nutrition and um, even like um, creating behavior change. So when you're trying to, um, you know, change someone's nutrition and lifestyle habits, yeah. there's a book called Change Maker by Dr. John Barati from Precision Nutrition. Okay. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah. It's, it's great. It actually kind of goes through how to navigate, like starting your career, yeah. um, how to work out what your unique abilities are, what you're passionate about, how to use those unique abilities. Oh, wow. um, it talks about about working with patients so like the coaching side of it working through behavior change and goal setting yeah. um it it even covers business so like um how to like time management skills prioritization um how to talk to people about what you do like your elevator pitch and talking about um how just just starting to talk to people about what it is you actually do to put yourself out there yeah um it talks about building your reputation and also continuing education. So I think it's just a really great kind of well-rounded book to cover maybe some of the things that we don't necessarily cover in our degrees. Yeah. 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 It sounds brilliant. <laughs> I get my hands on that one. <laughs> yeah. It is a good book. <laughs> yeah. And I would also say like, um, as well as that, like as well as that book, um, I've found really helpful is um, becoming like a member of different associations and looking into other ways of learning. So things like workshops and online webinars and things like that. There's even a lot of free ones out there. So I know like even for a student, if you're conscious of budget, there's plenty of free like webinars and things out there. So for example, like I'm a student member with um, ANTA, the Australian National Therapists um, Association and they've got some great um, webinars there's RN labs which have a really awesome educational portal and then even things like bioceuticals and orthoplex they've all all got like um, 
uh, education portals and resources and things on their website. So I definitely yeah. recommend for any students and even practitioners, um, which I'm sure they do, to get out there and have a look at that. Yeah, definitely. And it is so important for our CPE points as well to be registered or sit with the associations. Um, yeah, it's a brilliant way to get those points up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and you did mention podcasts. Are there mm-hmm. any podcasts you want to give a special mention to for people to listen to that you really enjoy and you have got a lot of value from? Yeah, I listen to yeah quite a range of podcasts. I yep. really love uh, Rhonda Patrick, Found My Fitness. Okay. Um, she's a brilliant uh, biochemist and nutritionist and talks a lot in depth about the science side of things. Yep. Um, I really love like um, Metagenics has a podcast, FX Medicine. Um, mm-hmm. There's um, quite a few other practicing nutritionists that have podcasts. Um, great podcast that you can learn more about that clinic side of things so like the jcn clinic yeah um i love um muscle intelligence podcast Mm -hmm. um a little more of like the fitness side of things but he talks a lot about um nutrition and again that kind of science um side of things yeah Yeah. brilliant there's definitely no shortage is there there's so much amazing content (laughs) i love it (laughs) awesome um so we've covered so much today but is there anything Mm -hmm. that we haven't gone over yet that you really want to make sure we do discuss oh I don't think so. We have covered a lot, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, <laughs> like there's been so much good advice come from this. Oh, yeah. I hope it's helpful. I hope it is. Yeah, One definitely. thing I would say um, is something that I've found uh, difficult and something I've, I've gotten a lot better with, but it's very easy to, I think, compare yourself to other people out there or to worry that should I go down that pathway because there's so many people doing that or, um, you know, yeah, just just that comparing yourself to other people. And I think something that's really important to remember is that we're all really different and we all have something to offer. So um, I I think, yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah. A quote that I really, really love and want to share, it's some, I can't even remember where I heard it, but um, it's something that I remind myself of all the time and it's, you are you and that's your superpower. Oh, so keep yes. that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> keep that in mind and keep going. Yes. <laughs> that's so important because it's so true. It can be such a game of comparisonitis and mm. you can look at other people and see them doing amazing things and feel either inferior or like, I can't do that or oh, that's already being done. But you're exactly right when you say, we are all so different and yeah. we shouldn't let yeah that get in our way we should use that to our advantage um, and really go for our goals I love that <laughs> definitely <laughs> I did think of another question for you mm-hmm. are there any um, sort of resources or particular tools that you've found really helpful in growing your business so there's books like the one you mentioned before yeah. but even like apps or things that have helped you and help with the day-to-day running of Trisha Alexandra Nutrition yeah, actually, I use an app um, to schedule my Instagram posts, which mm-hmm. has kind of saved a lot of time. It means yep. that I can also, rather than kind of, you know, going a few days and going, oh, no, I haven't posted anything quick. I need to scramble and find a photo and post something. Yep. Um, so I use a scheduler and that way I can, you know, spend an hour a week um, or whatever it is to schedule out um, some posts. Yeah. Um, I've now forgotten the name of it. Oh, is goodness. it later? No, but that is one I have heard of. There is, there's a few out there actually, but yeah, definitely look at the apps um, that you can, yeah, use for scheduling something like that. Yeah, Um, that's probably the main one I use. Um, I use for food photography um, and editing. I use uh, Lightroom, Mm -hmm. Um, Canva. I absolutely love. I think Canva's brilliant (laughs) um, for everything from creating like patient resources to, um, you know, formatting um, recipes for patients to creating 
you know, um, you know, Instagram posts and things like that. Yeah. yeah. They're probably the main ones I use. Yeah. They're really good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to ask one more question about your clinic experience. Yeah. Um, what do you say, what would you say is um, really important to make it a successful consult with someone? And what would your advice be to others who are either going through clinic or thinking about going down that road? Yeah, I think the biggest thing uh, with clinic and, and as a practitioner is learning those skills and practicing those skills of um, talking to people and listening, um, you know, showing um, empathy, listening to people in that really non-judgmental kind of way. Um, and that's something that I think you, you kind of have anyway, but it's it comes with practice as well, just yeah. building your confidence in talking to people. Um, practice uh, talking or explaining um, things to people in a way that they're going to understand. So for example, I would always use like my friends or my partner and I would say, I'm going to, you know, I just want to explain this to you about, you know, digestive health or if, you know, if, if I wanted you to change this in your diet, because sometimes we have all the scientific information running around in our head, but yeah. to get that out in, in a way that other people understand is, is, um, a skill in itself. Definitely. Um, so practice that. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of the day, just remember, remember that someone is coming in to see you for your expertise and you know a lot I think we we forget that we do know a lot we have learned a lot and of course we're still learning but um, they're coming in um, for your advice so just be confident that you know and you don't always have to have the answer if you don't know something if someone asks you a question don't be afraid to say you know what I'm not quite sure Um, I'm not quite sure about that let me research that for you because we're going to be constantly learning anyway. Definitely. And I think they'd prefer that we're honest with them rather mm. than making something up on the yeah. spot, giving them <laughs> the wrong advice. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really good advice. Um, okay. So where can people follow along your journey and see all the amazing things that you are up to? So you can find me on my Instagram. So Tris Alexandra Nutrition. Um, and then same as my website, TrisAlexandraNutrition.com. Yeah. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I will tag you in the social posts and on the, in the show notes and everything as well so people can thank find you. you and follow along. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming in today. I've really enjoyed this conversation and it's so interesting hearing your experience and advice for everyone else. And I'm sure they've learned so much from you. I certainly have. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I think your podcast is so invaluable for people. So I think it's great that you're sharing all this information and um, yeah, I can't wait to share it with more of my uni friends. Oh, I really mm-hmm. appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it and I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality. Mm